Win at Work and Life with Nikki Bush is the podcast where you and I explore what it means to win at both work and life. Today, you get to choose how to create a life of meaning and self-expression that includes both your work and life outside the office with your family. In this podcast, I'll be discussing goal setting for the year and some practical approaches to help you narrow down where you decide to focus your energy, effort and attention. If you are like me, then you probably have too many goals or a strategy that is not focused enough. You need to pare things down a bit to really win meaningfully in the year ahead. First things first, let's look backwards to look forwards. I am a great proponent of self-reflection. It's what leaders and successful people do really well. If you haven't yet looked back at the year gone past, do take an hour or so and gift yourself with replaying your year. I love looking through three lenses, joy, growth, and excellence. The media are starting to refer to these lenses or categories as Nikki Bush's JGEs. I'm up for that. They help you acknowledge the journey you have traveled, create an emotional connection, and help you see how far you've come. This energizes you to move forward. I also like to ask myself these two important reflective questions about key experiences on my journey. What did I learn from this? How did I grow from this? I am a firm believer that no experience, good or bad, a success or a failure, is ever lost or forgotten, as long as you can answer the two questions I've just mentioned. Every experience is part of your story of how you got to here and makes you a unique and interesting person in your personal and professional life. Next, write it all down. At the beginning of every year, I am brimming full of ideas, strategies, and options. You should see me. I love paper, so I capture my thoughts on paper, usually with fat cokies in mind maps. Sometimes I find myself standing at my flip chart like an artist in front of a canvas. The inspiration hits. This is the idea for the year ahead that is going to take my business to the next level and elevate my brand. And then there is another and another and another. So I mind dump between the flip chart, A4 pieces of paper and my notebook that I always have close at hand. Once I've made my creative mess, I start to type it up into a Word document that looks a little more professional with lots of main headings and bullet points. Yes, there are enough ideas written down to last me for a few years, way too many for a single year. So now the culling and editing must begin. How do you edit your goals and strategy with some realism without snuffing out the enthusiasm? You know, I'm not called creative for nothing. My mind is bubbling over with ideas, inspiration and enthusiasm, which now needs to be tempered and tamed with a big dose of reality. I only have so much time at my disposal. I am only one person. What will doing all of this cost me in time and money and what return will I get during the year? Successful businesses always look through the return on investment filter. And so must you and me as individuals. Sometimes it pays to view yourself as if you were a business in order to be more objective and less emotionally tied to the goals you are setting out to achieve. Actually, 
I find it much easier to help others than to help myself in order to get clear and focused, and I think this proves the point. While some goals are not about money, but the experience or credibility you will gain that will enable you to make more money, i.e. in your own business or to obtain a salary increase from your employer, many goals are about money. Here are some filters that you can use to help you pare down your very long list of want-to-dos, wishes and desires and turn them into must-dos. These are some questions that I suggest you ask yourself dispassionately. Yes, this is easier said than done, I know, but these questions have been useful to me. Follow the money. In other words, is there any money in pursuing this particular goal? Will anyone pay for it or buy it? Do I need to do this now? Is there any time urgency on this or could it wait for another year? Do I need to do this at all? You know, sometimes we have a great idea. We're so in love with it. But maybe it doesn't serve any purpose at all. Which of these projects or goals is a high margin activity versus a low margin activity? Do they warrant all the time and attention I'm going to need to put into them or not? How does this goal or achieving this goal make me more employable, more valuable, how does it raise my credibility? How does it make me more visible? And then here's two really interesting ones. How interested am I in doing this? Out of one to 10, 10 being the highest score. And how passionate am I about this? Once again, use the one to 10 scoring framework. And there's a difference between being passionate about something and being interested in it. Great questions. What will it cost me? In other words, will I have to invest any money into pursuing this goal? And then how much am I going to earn from this goal? And how much time is it going to take? What will my return be in income, experience, credibility, networking, etc.? Am I being a jack of all trades and master of none? Am I trying to be all things to all people or all markets? And what? Am I not going to focus on this year? And that's probably the question I most need to ask myself because I have way too much on my list. Then we need to get clear. I hope these questions that I've mentioned will help you with gaining clarity. It's important to get strategic and clear about where you will and will not focus your time, energy and money and what sort of return on investment you expect to achieve. My biggest aha for this year has been, you have to take things off your list, not because you can't do them, but because you are not going to do them now in this cycle. Maybe this nugget of wisdom that was given to me by a sage voice of reason might be just what you were needing to hear too. Giving yourself permission not to do things is as important as deciding what you are going to give your all to. This is especially difficult when you are good or expert at many things or you are in a rush to achieve your goals. Rome wasn't built in a day. It's good advice. I am better at giving out than receiving. However, if you believe in the saying that whatever you focus on will flourish, 
then it makes sense that you should not be splitting and dividing your energy across too many goals. Culling your list and deciding in which direction to point your laser is extremely important. Talking to someone can actually help you shorten your list. This means bouncing your ideas off someone else who can give you constructive feedback. For me, the more I talk about my goals and strategy, the clearer it becomes. My mantra as a verbal person is that I verbalize to materialize. In conversation with others, you pick up how you may be either underestimating yourself or overcommitting yourself, which makes decision making easier. Finding people to talk to who you can be honest with, who will act as mirrors reflecting you back at yourself and who will ask you difficult or challenging questions is important. This could be a coach. That's somebody who is nice and neutral, a mentor, um, somebody who is watching your particular career trajectory in your industry or perhaps somebody who's in your current company. Your boss, of course, is looking through the lens of your progress in your job or the company and how you achieving your goals can help him or her to achieve their own KPIs. But they're also a good mirror. A colleague who has a sense of what you need to do to succeed in your industry or your company can be someone good to talk to. And of course, there's that friend, the family member who will give you more emotional feedback that could also be balanced with things like, is this going to be good for you or your family or your health? It's important feedback to consider. Sometimes an important voice of reason. But also understand that people really close to you might have their own agendas too. The bottom line is that you don't have to take anyone's input on board. But it's great to hear how your ideas land with others. The inside of your head can sometimes be a lonely or limiting space. Talking out loud brings some perspective, or at least will provide some food for thought to help you re-evaluate where you are going and what you want to achieve. Sometimes we are so close to our own stuff that we can't see the wood for the trees. Possibilities elude us and opportunities escape us. A few more eyes and brains on the matter and you may see things through a completely different set of lenses. By the same token, and I am sometimes guilty of this too, consulting too many people can result in confusion unless their advice all points in the same direction. Picking your people wisely is therefore important, so keep your list tight. How important are goals really? It's really important to have goals. They are a way of measuring progress and growth. Moving forward is about pushing yourself a bit harder each time and seeing your efforts being rewarded. For everyone, it's going to be something different because we are as unique as all the stars in the sky. Knowing what you are measuring yourself against is also essential. Is it industry norms, your personal best, or very specific criteria? For example, you may be going for a particular designation and for that to be conferred on you, as I did when I was going for my certified speaking professional designation, there were absolutes that had to be met. Getting up in the morning is motivated by your why, why you do what you do, what impact you want to have, what legacy you want to leave behind. 
Leadership guru Simon Sinek is really good to follow for more about finding your why and inside-out thinking. Just jump onto YouTube for his TED Talks on this topic. Success doesn't happen in a vacuum. It takes focus and effort. You need the appropriate and necessary skills. You need to put the work rate in to get where you want to be. And you need the right attitude to underpin it all. Skills, work rate and attitude are not sexy, but they are what we need to apply to any goal. Pull any success or achievement apart and you will land up with a success recipe made up of a combination of all of these things. Like the ingredients of a cake, if any of them are missing, it's like leaving out the baking powder or the eggs. The recipe won't work and you will be left feeling despondent and disappointed. So turning goals into a strategy needs a few things. Knowing the big picture, where you want to be if you are successful. Know what steps you need to take to get there because success is achieved incrementally. Know what skills and resources you need for the journey. And if you don't have them, how will you acquire them or can you buy them in? As a solopreneur, I have to tell you, I cannot do everything in my business. So I have started buying knowledge and skills in. And then you need to define the attitudes and character attributes that underpin everything. Goals can be big, hairy, audacious, juicy and downright scary and motivating at the same time. The steps to get there are where the rubber meets the road. Are you actually going to take the necessary action and will you last the distance? The devil is all in the planning and the detail. Don't make the mistake of taking on too much at once. I have always had big plans and dreams, way too big for just one year. The challenge is what to focus on this year. Which pieces of the puzzle are important to work on and develop now as part of the ultimate big picture? Do less or focus on less but give it your all and you are likely to achieve more in the long run. Whether you are part of a team or a solopreneur, knowing that doing this part of the work or the puzzle well now is contributing to achieving the big picture. Interestingly, in my work with teams, one of the things that comes up most often that weakens a team is not knowing the big picture and how what you are doing right now feeds into that big picture. And it's an essential part of creating drive, impetus and commitment. Big juicy goals are made up of many constituent parts. Celebrate every step on the journey to achieving them because every step counts. So I leave you with my biggest aha for this year in terms of strategic planning and goal setting for myself. You have to take things off your list, not because you can't do them, but because you are not going to do them now in this particular cycle. Make use of a new year for new beginnings at work, home and life. What you focus on will flourish. Once again, just a reminder that I have put a link to my Success Cube workshops in the show notes so that you can connect or read more about this work for you and your team. It's deceptively simple, strategic and three-dimensional. If you are creating a team goal or strategy, Everyone in the team will have agency and contribute to the process. I would love to work with you and your team. 
to the listeners of my Win at Work and Life podcast, please send through your comments, questions and topic suggestions to info at nickybush.com. You're invited to share this podcast with your friends and colleagues to empower them to win at work and life too.